Welcome to episode 177 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Brian Lofermento, and I'm excited because this is a Strategy Wednesday episode where I'm going to address one of the most common things that I hear from newer entrepreneurs, or especially entrepreneurs, which is when they say to me, well, Brian, there's already so many other companies doing that. There's already so many other people doing that, and they feel like there's no space for them to exist in a market, or even worse, they feel like there's no reason for them to start that business. We're gonna tackle that head on in today's episode. I'm excited, let's dive in. All right, now if you have ever said the words, oh, I wanted to start this business, but there's already somebody else doing that, or there's already other companies that do that, then today's episode is directly for you because I want to totally nix that mindset, and I wanna show you why that doesn't make any sense at all, and I'm gonna use some examples, and really the strategy behind today's episode is all about positioning angles. So I'm really gonna teach you the intricacies of figuring out your positioning angle in today's episode. Now, this is really cool because whether you have a business or not, it doesn't matter. You need to consider your positioning angle. So for those of you out there who are listening to this episode and you already have a business, and even if you already have customers or clients, that's okay because today I invite you to really consider your positioning angle. So let's talk about that. Now, first things first, I wanna address the elephant in the room, which is, oh, hey, there's already so many other people doing that. Let's just throw that excuse right right out the window, first things first, because I'll tell you what, It doesn't matter how many people are doing something. No one is doing it the way that only you can do it. I mean, let's just talk about burger places. Anyone who knows me knows that I love a good burger. And there are so many burger options out there. I mean, imagine if whoever started Wendy's or whoever started Burger King didn't do it because they said, ah, McDonald's is already doing that. Because it's true, McDonald's is already doing exactly what Burger King is doing, but the two can peacefully coexist and profitably coexist, which is another important consideration. I mean, think about it. Five Guys has come onto the scene. I live in LA now, and In-N-Out is like a local sensation here. People go crazy over In-N-Out burgers. Why? For no good reason other than the fact that it's just a different burger than the other ones. Every single burger chain can coexist. There's enough room in the marketplace. I mean, think about it. We're on a planet of 7 billion people. If you don't think that there's room for another company that sells burgers or writes a soccer blog or anything like that, then you're crazy. There's 7 billion people on this planet and more and more people are getting connected on a daily basis thanks to the internet. And that's the cool thing is whatever business that you have, you can sell those things on the internet and reach a population that's not necessarily in your geographic region. So let's dispel that straight up to begin with. It doesn't make sense to say that there's already enough pe- too many people doing it because no one has done it the way that only you can do it. I mean, even if In-N-Out took McDonald's exact recipe, they're still going to taste different. It's just the nature of it. I mean, Walmart and Target sell the same things. 
But when you walk into a Walmart, you know you're in a Walmart. Target can't be Walmart. They have very different feels. They have very different environments. And it's a natural behavior when it's somebody else doing something. When you walk into Target, you know you're not in Walmart anymore. So it's really important to understand that your gifts, you are the only person on this planet that has been given those gifts. You are the only person on this planet who can do things the way that only you can do things. And so when I look back at my entrepreneurial career, in 2012, I started a search engine optimization agency. Now, let me tell you this. SEO agencies are a dime a dozen, especially in 2012 when the Google algorithm was much easier to game back then. So many people were opening SEO agencies or just doing SEO work as freelancers. Now, it's really interesting to look back on that because a lot of people would have pointed the finger and said, don't enter that market. There's already so many other people doing it. And in business school, they teach you all these bogus things about finding your differentiator and doing a SWOT analysis and all these crazy things that don't actually matter when it comes time for someone to make a buying decision. Now, instead, I embrace the fact that there was only one SEO agency in the world that did things the way that I did things and my business partner did things. That was our differentiator. Think about you and I right now. You're listening to this podcast right now. There's a million other business podcasts out there. I talk about so many of the same concepts that every other business podcaster talks about, but only I have my voice. Only I have my unique view on the world. So I owe it to the world to get my view out there. I mean, even if you got a transcript of this episode and you read it verbatim, it's going to come out differently. There's room for all of us because we all have a slightly different take on the world. So that's my answer to that question. Now, for the second part of this episode, I want to talk to you about positioning angles. This is one of the most fun exercises that I recommend to newer entrepreneurs. I tell everybody to figure out your positioning angle. So what is a positioning angle? I teach positioning angles in two different ways. So your first positioning angle is your broad positioning angle. It's very broad. In general, what is the result that you sell? So for example, when you listen to the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, you learn how to build a 10K a month business. That's it. That's my broad positioning angle. So I'm going to give you a tangible example for the rest of this episode. So let's use, it's three words. So your broad positioning angle is just three words. And you want to come up with those words by completing this sentence. My business helps people blank, blank, blank. So your broad positioning angle is just those three words. Now, here's the cool thing about your broad positioning angle. There's going to be a lot of other companies that have the exact same positioning angle. The exact same. It's only three words. It's very broad. Let's roll with the example of my business helps people travel for cheap. Okay, so let's say that was my business. This is a fictional business that I'm using as an example here. So my business helps people travel for cheap. That's the broad positioning angle. Then you tag on a specific positioning angle. Now the specific positioning angle comes after your broad positioning angle and it's five words. So when you complete this sentence, it should read, my business helps people blank, blank, blank. That's your broad positioning angle. And then five words that are your specific positioning angle. 
So I'll give you a couple of tangible examples. So my business helps people travel for cheap with kids. So that could be one positioning angle. Now, when I say it's five words, it could be less than that as well. You get bonus points for being concise. So my business helps people travel for cheap with kids. Now, the broad positioning angle, travel for cheap, specific positioning angle with kids. Let's compare that to another business that sells the same result. My business helps people travel for cheap while running your business. So those two companies that I just gave you that example, they sell the same result. They both help people travel for cheap, but they have very different specific positioning examples, which means that they serve very different segments of the market. So here's another one. My business helps people travel for cheap with limited vacation time. So that's a very different business. I mean, if you serve people who want to travel for cheap with kids, you're going to have a very different set of offerings than somebody who helps people travel for cheap with limited vacation time. Because maybe if you help people travel for cheap with limited vacation time, you get into how can they get work from home opportunities? How can they maximize their vacation time? There's a million different things that you'd help them with. Whereas if they're traveling for cheap with kids, you've got a whole different set of considerations. How do you keep kids entertained on the cheap? How do you feed a family on the cheap? There's a bunch of different questions. Here's another one. My business helps people travel for cheap while volunteering abroad. That in itself is a very different business. So if you're sitting there, and I hear this all the time when people reach out to me on Facebook or via email or they meet me at conferences and they say, oh, I'm really passionate about this, but there's already so many other people doing that. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be other people doing whatever it is that you're doing with the same broad positioning angle. But it's on you if that is your passion. It's on you to figure out your specific positioning angle. And so all the products that I launch, all the retreats that I host, everything that I do in my business, I ask myself that question, who is this for? And so you'll see in a lot of cases, when you're figuring out your positioning angle, in most cases, your specific positioning angle will most directly address the audience that you serve. So you want to not only think about what result does your business or your product or your service deliver, but who does it deliver those results to? That's a really great place to start when it comes to figuring out your positioning angle. But hopefully you can see in doing this work, whether you already have a business or not, that's what's going to separate you. Now, I challenge you to do this. I challenge you to actually use your positioning angle to dictate your focus. Because, and this is a lesson that I learned firsthand in 2012, and I learned this lesson really hard and really quickly, fortunately for me, is my business partner and I, when we first started out, we just said, so we started out as a web design and SEO agency, and we told the world, anybody we'd meet at networking events, anytime we were talking about our business, we'd say, yeah, we do web design and SEO. And people would say, for who? And we were 22, we didn't know what we were doing, we were 22 years old, and so we said, for anybody, anybody who needs a new website. And is that true? Could we have served anybody who needed a website? Absolutely. I mean, a website is a website. But when we really narrowed down and we said, who do we serve? 
with these websites, with our search engine optimization, then we started building credibility and we started building a portfolio. And when we'd meet with people, somehow we naturally and inevitably ended up serving schools. So smaller private schools in New England. And so we started locking those types of clients up. And it's really interesting to me to look back on because that was one of the biggest keys to us growing our agency to six figures as quickly as we did. We didn't even know it at the time, but we were separating ourselves from every other web design agency in Boston. And trust me, there are dozens of them in Boston alone. But we were separating ourselves by serving a different subset of the market. Now, fortunately, it happened to us by chance. But this is my invitation to you. This is my interruption in your daily workflow to say don't let it happen by mistake. Don't wait for it to happen by mistake. Take today and think about your positioning angle. Because for us, once we settled into that subset of the market, we were serving these private schools, it became so much easier when we walked into these private schools and they said, oh, what other work have you done? And we could very easily lean on our other client projects and say, oh, do you know this school? We made their website. Have you seen this school's website? We made that. And so it started becoming easier and easier for us to close those sales. Also, it helps you stand out in the marketplace. When we start telling people, hey, we do website design and search engine optimization for private schools, that's what you get known for. And then people start to more directly think, do I know anybody at private schools who might need a new website? Versus, compare this, compare not having a positioning angle, and you go around telling people, yeah, I do website design. And they're, they'll just think to themselves, all right, cool, you do website design. It's not going to trigger their brain to say, who do I know that I can refer this person to? The more specific you are, the more results you'll get. So this is my 14-minute answer to there's already too many people in the marketplace. If you feel that way, it's because you haven't sat down and defined your specific positioning angle. So that's it for me in today's episode. This was a Strategy Wednesday episode. I'm so excited for you for Friday's episode because we've got Ashley Ryle back on the show. She was in the last episode, actually. Ashley was on in episode 176. And on this Friday's episode, you're gonna hear from her about how you can use social media to boost your presence, get a following, and actually start attracting customers and clients. So tune in this Friday on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, and I will see you again next week with three new episodes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.